Good morning, good morning, my friends. Last podcast before Christmas. Way! Thank you so much, my friends, from the group, The Millionaire, The Diamonds, my, my Zoom team, Liz, Kendra. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Louise. Thank you, uh, Melissa. Because Melissa, she actually records segments of the podcast, and then she, she does all these thingamajiggies with it. And now I will be speaking Spanish. Ha <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Monique, thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, yes, yes, Kendra, uh, Christmas spirit. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. I love uh, everything it represents, love, uh, possibilities, belief, uh, the goodness of humanity. And I could go on and on and on. Today's podcast, which is the last before Christmas, uh, yes, there will be a podcast Monday and Tuesday morning, okay? Definitely a podcast Monday and Tuesday morning. It's going to be a one stream, and it's going to be on the on the um, the holiday spirit. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Today we're going to dive into compensating for weaknesses, developing strength and resilience. You are a bunch of resources. Like we're we are so full of resources, we just don't see it. And you must assess your strengths and your weaknesses so you know where to focus on. So good morning, my dear friends. I'm a little bit emotional today. It's going to be the end of 2023. Who would have thought we're going to be starting our fifth year, right, Marie-Pierre, for the podcast? Unbelievable. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't even have officially a thousand hours done. So you know when we say it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert in something? Okay, just remember that you need to be consistent, you need to be persistent, and I want to thank my podcast team. So again, good morning, my friends. Welcome, welcome. My friend, Dr. Melanie Miller, who tomorrow I will have the privilege to receive in my home to work on our next book, which will be coming out in April 2024. And we're so effective, eh, Melanie, when we work together. So you have my energy, my and then you have the wisdom of Melanie Miller. And thank God, Ying and Yang get together to put the book together, okay? And then we have our mastermind, Marie-Pierre, who, who makes sure it gets to that press, the, 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 the cover page is done. By the way, the new cover page and everything, even this one, when we're going to do the reprint, ask um, my daughter Yasmin, you know, what her comments. I always say, if you give a comment, don't just comment. Tell me, show me, show me what you would have done differently. Good. So I'm really, really, really excited. Melanie is going to guide you. And I hope you're going to take down notes because today and yesterday have been very two revealing podcasts for me as Maria Mariano, the entrepreneur I am after 41 years to go to my next level. Yesterday was like out of the whole podcast was the divine um discontentment like for me throughout the whole like that really stood out for me so when i'm not when i'm not happy with something or i don't like something if it's divine it's going to push me to something even greater right and today there's one thing that really stood out for me melanie it was embracing incompetency okay and that really made me realize that if I don't do that, I cannot get at my next level. But I'm going to let Melanie dive into that subject. And of course, Marie-Pierre is going to bring you an incredible 
incredible exercise. So today I'm going to use the metaphor of a tapestry. Now, when I was young, we did crochet where we put in wool and we, we pulled it out. And I also did with the needle and we put in different color threads and we, we, we put something together. We did that in high school, you know, in our home economics classes, which don't exist anymore because they want us to be totally incompetent at everything in life. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, so I want you to imagine a beautiful tapestry where you carefully, you know, put in the threads and there's a unique combination of these threads. But you have to understand, as I did the threading or the pulling of the yarn, they weren't all the same strength. Like, like if you remember those that actually worked this, sometimes they were a little bit more loose, sometimes they were a bit more tight, and only with experience would you get an equal tension on each one of those threads, right? Now, I never perfected it, Melanie, to get that equal tension. So when you looked at my my tapestries that we made in, in high school or those woolen um, frames, I called it, they were like bumpy, you know, because they weren't all the same thing. But it reminded me this morning that each one of those threads, each one of those yarns I pulled out represents a quality, a scale, or even an attribute that I may have. But they're not all equal. So it is so important that today we understand that to and better each one, the, the quality of each one of those threads to be stronger, more vibrant, more um, bolder, you know, in everything we do in life, we must um, take away, take away what is not me. And that reminds me of Michelangelo. Now, if you've been to Florence and you've seen the statue of David and you actually took a tour guide to go visit the statue of David, which my daughter just did with my son, Hamid. They went with Kentucky Tours, an Australian uh, tour company, magnificent. They went to Florence and, and she says, mom, I finally understood your story. Because I always told them, you are already magnificent, but you got to chip away. And I always gave them the story that my dad gave me because my father was in love with Michelangelo. He was in love with, you know, with everything that Italy represented. And remember that when we asked Michelangelo how he did this magnificent statue of David, I believe me, the first time you see it, what hits you is the size of it. Like you would, I think it stands like a seven feet taller. Like the statue is huge and the details. And what he answered was, I simply chipped away the excess stone. David was always within the marble. David was always there. He just chipped away. So I want you today to, to, to see how can you chip away that stone so you reveal the uniqueness that you are. And for that, you're going to need the four elements. I'm going to leave Melanie Miller uh, explain the rest because with her, you'll be able to take down notes. With me, I like telling stories, right? So that being said, let's go share the podcast. And this is the question. What are your hidden scales, qualities, and attributes? Okay, just ask that question and hopefully they'll click on the podcast on a hashtag replay and go, aha, Marie-Pierre, Melanie, you're going to like what you hear this morning. Well, I like what I'm going to hear. She's going <laughs> to announce the contest and how many books, Danny, listen, listen, how many books we have sold? Are you ready, guys? We are at 805 books sold. What? 
So thank you to everyone who already bought the book and thank you to everyone who already post on their Facebook page when they receive a picture of them. Yay, I got it. So yes, when you receive your book, when you read the book and you want to uh, uh, share something with uh, everyone, go and post on your Facebook uh, page and tag Maria Mejano and tag Limidiana de Diamant the Facebook page and you will be in the draw at the end of the month for a $50 voucher for the Shopify Limidiana de Diamant. And then we have a second draw for the Shopify for everyone who joined the group Limidiana de Diamant and personal group and everyone who invite the new people to the group. So another voucher of $50. And then we have another voucher of $50 that we will draw for everyone who contributes on the group. So when you post, when you uh, share a, a comment and when you post a reaction on every post, uh, yes, you will be in the draw and our top five will get the big mug. So our top five month to date, we have Danny Chartrand, Louise Gauthier, Joanne Corbeil, Liz Boucher and Jacqueline Stockley. Danny, Danny, accumulate them, okay? Then you just come in with a truck and pick everything up. I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you, eh? My top five. Thank you, everyone that contributes. Because again and again and again, I gave, I gave, eh, Melissa, a wonderful presentation Tuesday night for Tupperware US and Canada. Melissa is going to extract it, and it's going to be in English and uh, in French with subtitles. Now I get it. We can't. Um, oh. And in Spanish with subtitles? Might as well, eh, Melissa? <laughs> We're going to maximize that app. Uh, and my friends, what I did was I went on the group, Inspirational, The Millionaire and the Diamonds, and it's the entirety of everything you've posted. Lise, Danny, Jacqueline Stockley, uh, Louise, Joanne, and, and we put together this amazing presentation. So... If nobody else is reading it, I want you to know I'm watching and I'm reading you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone for contributing. Even on Podbeam, again, Matthew, Lise, if I didn't have you guys, we, the, the Podbeam would not be working because it takes a, hey, welcome to Podbeam. You know, who are you, where you're listening from? And that creates interaction. And of course, we're in Tupperware. We know how to do that because we do lives all the time. So please, my friends, lean in, grab a pen, grab your notebooks, and be ready to be captivated by Melanie Miller. And yes, Monique, there is no Zoom Monday and Tuesday morning. It is by one stream. Uh, the podcast will be on Podbean, will be on uh, Facebook, but one stream. Okay, so with no further ado, over to you, Melanie. Thank you very much, uh, Maria. Good morning to everybody. Um, yesterday, we talked about how important it is to follow your heart, to be honest with yourself about who you are, channel your energies to your strengths, and ultimately improve your confidence. Strong people also have weaknesses. Often, they have more weaknesses than they have strengths. The Australian-American management consultant, Pete, Peter, not Australian, Austrian-American management consultant, Peter Drucker said, all innovations must be simple if they are to work because there are only incompetent people to carry them out. The one thing that we will always have in abundance is incompetence. So what does he mean? 
he wasn't being unkind. He was being realistic. Unfortunately, in life, most people focus on their weaknesses. They think mostly about what they're not good at. They lose sight of the fact that each person has strengths and they need to be developed. These strengths can bring them everything they want. Even in business, when they do 360-degree evaluations, they focus on the areas of weakness. How can you improve? They lose sight of the fact that a person's strength can be so much more valuable to a company than spending all the time focusing on their weaknesses. A good example of somebody who recognized they need to uh, focus on their strengths is Arnold Schwarzenegger. When he was young, he played a lot of soccer and he focused a lot on the skills that he needed to develop to play soccer, but he could never be good enough. He could never be the best. And he knew in him that he had the best. And when he realized that his area of excellence was focusing on physical strength, he then was able to channel all his energy into developing that. He started to focus on that and eventually he achieved world recognition. Having resilience and being tough and great uh, uh, are great qualities to overcome your weaknesses. We are often left feeling inadequate, incompetent. We need to be able to overcome that feeling. We are all a combination of peaks and valleys, strengths and weaknesses. The law of concentration controls your life. Whatever you focus on grows in your life. So strong, uh, strong skills gives you more strength. Weaker skills is going to make you weaker. Do you look at your life as a glass half empty or a glass half full? Now you are a bundle of resources. Most leaders in public life regard themselves as bundles of resources utilized in different ways. Leaders are adamant. They apply themselves to the areas in which they want to focus, to perform well. They ask themselves this question. What can I and only I do that if done well, will make an extraordinary difference in my situation? And that is a powerful question. And it's a question that often Maria poses to us. What are you doing that only you can do? Or are you doing things that other people could do better than you and therefore you're not embracing your strengths? Maria is a great example of someone who is focused on what she wants to believe. She sets a goal and is focused on achieving it and she does not lose sight of that goal. She works tirelessly and determinedly to achieve it. She uses other people to help her with her weaknesses, using their strengths until she achieves her goal. 
and is forever increasing the goal to propel her to the next level. This has been how we have arrived at producing the first book, and then the workbook, and then the agenda, and then thinking about the next book, then adding Spanish to the options. Then, well, you'll just have to wait and see. It is important to also be aware to not focus on what you personally do not need to do. Assess your strengths and weaknesses. In a corporate setting, leaving and knowing strengths and weaknesses is essential. What does a company have to offer? How can they help and keep their customers? Next week, we will delve more into how companies deal with this situation. But now we're going to go over to Mary Pierre, who I think will help us with our assessment of our strengths and weaknesses. So over to you, Mary Pierre. Yes, thank you, Melanie. So, of course, like he said in the book, uh, what you will dwell on will have more in your life. So what do you dwell more on your strength and your abilities or on your weaknesses and your inabilities? So it can be really uh, a tool that it's going to be helpful for your personal development just to have a self-assessment to determine what kind of people you are now because tomorrow you can be a new person. <laughs> So yes, I have for you a 15 a statement that you can rate yourself from 1 to 10. Yes, Maria, it's time to <laughs> take your 10 and be ready. <laughs> so for each statement, you, read your, you rate yourself on the scale from 1 to 10 based on how much you agree with the statement. So 10 being that you really agree with the statement. So let's start with number one. So I generally feel optimistic about my abilities and my future. From 1 to 10. Okay. Number two, when faced with a challenge, I focus on finding solution using my strength. From 1 to 10. Number three, my internal dialogue is more often encouraging and positive about my abilities. Number four, I view mistakes as opportunities to learn and grow rather than as failure. Number five, I set goals based on what, I'm, what I am good at and what I can achieve. Number six, I tend to compare my strength with others' weaknesses. <laughs> you, you know that you are strong when you look at everyone else. <laughs> Number seven, I seek feedback to improve my strength rather than to highlight my weaknesses. Number eight, I regularly acknowledge and celebrate my achievement and my strength. <laughs> Number nine, I face my fears by focusing on my abilities to overcome them. Number 10, I believe that my abilities and talent can be developed through hard, hard work and perseverance. 
Number 11. I respond to criticism by focusing on how I can use my strength to improve. Number 12. I feel confident about, about my abilities and trust in my skills to handle new situations. Number 13. When encountering a change, I focus on adapting my strength to new circumstances. Number 14. I actively seek out challenges that allow me to utilize and enhance my strength. And number 15. In reflecting on past experience, I focus more on what I did well and how I can build on those successes. So from 1 to 10. Okay, so now you can do your total. So if you are over 100, you have a strong focus on your strength and your abilities. So constant, consistently maintaining a positive and growth-oriented mindset. If you are between 60 and 100, now you generally focus on your strength, but maybe on occasion you dwell on your weaknesses. So there's a potential for further developing a strength-based perspective. And if you are less than 60, now you focus, your focus tends more toward your weaknesses and your inabilities. So working on that shift to focus on your strength it could be really beneficial for your personal growth. So again, it's a test. So it's meant for self-reflection and for your personal development. So it's designed to help you understand your tendency and to encourage a more strength-focused mindset. So the aim is not to ignore your weaknesses, but to cultivate a balanced perspective that will emphasize personal strength and your potential for growth. So if you need some help, there's three tips to help you focus on your strength. Number one. Identify and leverage your strength. So go back yesterday <laughs> and do this the exercise to identify what are your strengths and how you can make sure that you use it to benefit other people around you. So yes, your strength will be in your daily activity, professionally and personally. Tip number two, develop that growth mindset. So cultivate a growth mindset by viewing challenge as opportunity to grow rather than unsummoned unsurmountable obstacle <laughs> so you want to embrace learning and self-improvement so when you face a setback you ask yourself what can i learn from this how can this experience help me grow and tips number three create a positive support network so surround yourself with people who recognize and appreciate your strength so seek mentor colleague or friend who encourage you and will provide constructive constructive feedback so engage in community or group like Limiana de Diana <laughs> where your strengths are valued and can be further developed so uh, you can be that person for other too so recognize and encourage other people with their strength and you can reinforce your ability to see the positive in yourself when you you are doing it for other too so I really hope that now you know on what you focus and that you can shift if need <laughs> to make sure that you focus on your strength every day. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. What an incredible podcast. Again, um, I shared with Jean-Philippe and um, um, Marie-Pierre this morning for me was truly a, um, 
a springboard for 2024. So we explored the concept of compensating for our weaknesses. I always surround, I'm gonna talk about me. I always surround myself with people that are better at things where I am weak. I'm not threatened by them. On the contrary, I could not be where I am if I didn't have Melanie in my circle, if I didn't have Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, Annie Marchand. They're all so different from me. Can we talk about me and Melanie Miller? You can't have more opposites. But this is where um, success begins, not sticking with people like you. And, and then the truth is, absolutely, Melanie, you said it, the strongest honestly have the biggest weaknesses and i was thinking of the great minds of this world you know i keep talking about them you know edison rosa park rosa is the one who refused to get up in the bus the first black woman who refused to get up you know steve jobs with his friendly user-friendly products that we use today I'm a, i mean i'm a fan of anything that comes from apple simply because i can use it right Marie Curie, like, I mean, she was, she was the woman, by the way, maybe you don't know, but she was the first woman to win the Nobel Prize. I think she worked with radiation or something. Albert Einstein, and I'm thinking about these people. I was saying to Jean-Philippe, I'm sure that Edison didn't even shower. Like, I, I, I watch Elon Musk, right? And I'm looking at his lifestyle. I'm sure that this guy, besides being this genius rocket scientist, I don't think he knows how to do anything else. And it reminds me of the story of Warren Buffett. Does anybody know Warren Buffett, the greatest, you know, um, stock market investor? When his wife, she goes, I was sick one time in my life, one time. She goes, I had a gastro, I was throwing up and everything. And I said to Warren, Warren, can you bring me something so I can throw up in? He shows up with a colander. And she looks at him, she goes, Warren. I'm throwing up. So he, he, she hears again, bidding, badang, badang, bidding in the kitchen. And he comes up with a cookie sheet. And she goes, Warren. She goes, well, put the, Warren says, put the colander on the cookie sheet. Like, like you have to understand, like besides being extraordinary at investing in stock, these people are probably not good at very many things. And that's why you have to embrace incompetence, right? Because if you want to be able to work, oh, Melanie, how did he say it again? Oh, how did he say it again? If you can just open your mic, if you want to be successful, the incompetence part, like you got to write this down, guys. Okay. Oh. Okay, I caught you at a bad. Okay, never mind, never mind. Okay, so what I want to leave you off with, so sorry, Melly. What I want to leave you off with is remember that your strengths have a lot of power, but only if that's all you do. But if you try to be good at everything, I know I'm good at cleaning. I know I'm good at organizing boxes in my warehouse. Like I'm good at a lot of things, but that is not my greatest strength. And I have to be able to accept that maybe the boxes are not going to be done as well as me. Maybe, you know, my cleaning, my home cleaning is not going to be done as good as me, you know, embracing incompetence. But if I don't embrace incompetence, how can I be the best version of myself? So what I want to leave you with is a Merry Christmas. And remember, let your people that you're going to see during the Christmas holiday shine where they are strong. Okay, and you uh, be where you are the strongest. And I wish you to create special moments with your family, to stay in the love, to stay in the laughter, to stay in the harmony, and, and appreciate each other for each individual strength and weaknesses that, that we have. 
So Merry Christmas, everyone. And once again, thank you so much for being part of our lives. Bye-bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Thank you.